0: Alright, it's Tuesday, and that means it's time for another episode of the Productivityist Podcast. I am Mike Vardy, your host, your party host, as uh, as Chris Jericho would say. Yeah, I've been watching a bit too much of the uh, WWE uh, Network lately. Um, I'll get into that some other time. Yes, it's one of the few things that I've mentioned a few times during interviews, but it's one of the things that I, I don't talk about all that much is that, yes, I do have a an affinity to pro wrestling. In fact, maybe... Uh, i'll talk about that at some point in time as to one of the things i do uh, that i have on in the background when i'm writing and stuff Uh, it's funny this past week i actually wrote a post over at Productivityist called how i stay productive uh, during nfl games it wasn't called that it's you know i had to be a bit more uh, catchy so i said how to score a productivity touchdown uh, while watching sunday football or, or what have you but the gist was is that I watch football on Sundays, and I don't want to make it look like I'm not doing anything during those time periods, so uh, I do have uh, some capture tools nearby and and so on and so forth. Anyways, I'll I'll put the link in the show notes so you can read the article if you haven't already, Um, but I I want to thank you for, for joining me again this week. This is the official second episode. Um, so we're just going to say from now on, it's the second episode. Uh, for all those of you who are uh, contributing via Patreon, thank you so much. If you are wanting to contribute and help uh, make the podcast better, help me uh, get some visuals going on, help me do some screencasts, help me get my own studio, help me get a boom for the mic, and uh, that way I can you know uh, have, a, have a bit more fluidity and a bit more uh, flow, have a permanent setup instead of having to put this thing together every single time. That'd be great. Go to uh, patreon.com slash productivityist, and you can donate as little as a buck or as much as you want. And the higher you go, the more the perks are. Uh, In fact, uh, just today, as I'm recording this, which is Monday, uh, I listed uh, for all the uh, patrons that are $5 and above. They're getting a sneak peek at what to expect over the next few episodes. In fact, all the episodes in September that are coming up. And they got a sneak peek of what I'm going to talk about today. So, uh, again, uh, I'd love it if you contributed. If you can't, that's fine. This podcast will still be free, but I just wanted to put that out there. Again, patreon.com slash productivityist. And, of course, the podcast is now on Stitcher, so you can go there as well if you go to the Stitcher uh, link. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. That way you can check it out via Stitcher if you're a Stitcher app user. All right. I want to talk today about something that, you know, is – I'm finding is becoming more and more prevalent – in terms of productivity and task management, and in fact, more so productivity and, and, and self-improvement than anything else. And a recent episode of the Mac Power Users, hosted by my friend David Sparks and uh, Katie Floyd, uh, they talked about task management. They hadn't tackled that subject in almost five years, and they finally got around to doing it again because the landscape has changed so much. Uh, that was before iOS was really like th- there were a ton of iOS apps. It was really when you know uh, OmniFocus was you know the big granddaddy, and, and David was using it, but Katie was using Things, and Things is still around. And there was no Todoist, and there was no Asana, and. Uh, Base camp was, you know, not what it is today. So there's been a lot of evolution there. But one thing that I've noticed that's come along in recent years more and more as kind of the, it's almost the precursor to task management, has been the habit app. And I... The habit app <laughs> and and it's weird because you say what you know the habit app i don't understand well i mean there's the habits routines rituals whatever you want to call them those things are starting to become more and more prevalent in terms of how we can make sure that we you know conduct ourselves accordingly throughout our day so whether it's we make sure that we exercise regularly or floss our teeth julian smith has that famous uh, i think he's got a post out there i'll put in the show notes as well uh i need a pop filter i really do uh, <laughs> uh, put it in the show notes. Jo- Julian's talked about like if you can f- put a, a if you can floss your teeth regularly. If you put that in, that's a habit that you can continu- continuously foster. Then, then that that's kind of the um the the trigger for for more and more habits to uh you know start to stick. Um, so habits are really becoming more and more of a of a. You know, they've always been important, but now the app is out there. So there are apps that will actually help you track your habits and track your rituals and routines and whatever you want to call them. And I think that those are honestly, in some ways, uh, they, they need to go hand-in-hand hand or tend to go hand-in-hand hand with a task management app. So, for example, when I'm coaching people, um, you know, they're, they're trying to get into using a task management system, whether it's a paper-based system or whether it's a digital system, and they're trying to build that that muscle up. And a habit app can help you do that because, basically, if you use something along the lines of, say, uh, Lyft is a great example of one. There's also, you know, Habit List. There's, uh, you know, Way of Life. I mean, there's so many out there. I'll talk about my favorite one in a few minutes here, but... Um, and it's not not one of those three, as I just mentioned. Um, but uh, one of the things that you'll find is that if you put that in your Habit app saying, hey, you know, make sure I check Todoist every day or make sure that I... You know, do my weekly review or whatever. It becomes a habit. It becomes part of part of you know the rituals that you're that you're you know putting forth every single day. And once you start to do those, then then you start to really they become almost innate. They become part of what you do. One of the things I've talked about when I talk about the morning stuff, and I'll I'll put that in the show notes as well the post about the three things I do in the morning is that. Uh, it, it really sets up my day for success. So when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is I splash water on my face th- and I do it three times. It sounds pretty OCD, but it's not it's just it's what I do. It's th- I think it's just a trigger for me more than anything else. Uh, nothing else I do really has that kind of um, consistent you know numerical uh, attribute attached to it, but that that does. And then I'll make my bulletproof coffee. Uh, And I'm going to talk a bit more about Bulletproof Coffee in a future episode as well, because I know a lot of people have asked, hey, what do you think about it? And I'm going to talk about it. maybe I'll get a chance to talk to Dave Asprey about it. I got a chance to meet him at South by Southwest, and maybe we'll connect. And he doesn't live too far from me, from my understanding. Uh, It's weird. I didn't know he lived in my neck of the woods until, you know, just a few months ago. So maybe we'll be able to connect with him. But uh, I'll make my Bulletproof Coffee, then I'll make my bullet, which is my breakfast, which is, you know, basically a shake. And that's my routine. Then I sit down and I start reading. uh, going through my iPad, it's my iPad that I pull out first thing, and I'll read through my RSS feed using, uh, you know, Reader, and I'll use uh, Zeit to read my next level of stories and then Flipboard, and then I'll eventually get around to some of the other stuff I'm doing. And I'll do my morning pages as well. So all that stuff is, is tied into that routine, right? Um, and again, that's been tweaked over time. Uh, but if I didn't I think it's so i 'm building this habit up that allows me to you know make sure that i'm i'm fostering the right things and 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 I think habit apps can be very useful uh and I do think that there are some dangers to them however uh and one of the things i'm not a huge fan of and and I know that accountability is important. But I think we get to a point kind of with task management and kind of with time management, especially with the calendar, where we start to hyper ourselves to the point where everything appears on our calendar, whether it's an appointment or a task. And you all know how I feel about that. Uh, if you've been reading me for a while, you definitely know how, long I, how much I feel about that, how I exactly feel about that. Um, but if you are using uh, a habit, App and you're using something like Lyft, let's say, and and I loved what Tony and, and Stubblebine and the team at Lyft are doing. I interviewed him for an episode of Workflow, which I'll also put in the show notes. Um, I love I love having that chat with him, and I love you know what they're doing there. But I think there can be a real danger with sharing so much with the crowd, with saying, hey, you know, uh, I am going to do this habit called uh, you know floss my teeth you know every day or read a th- read. 20 pages per day or write a thousand words per day and you make it so public. Um, the reason I think that's a problem is that we sometimes don't know when to quit doing that. So instead of saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to limit this to like, say, four habits or three habits. Three is a good magic number there. You say, I'm going to put 10 habits out there and then you start to flail on one or two or three or four of them or maybe all of them as a result because you can't truly, you know, spread spread yourself out that thin and then you feel bad, you know, uh, whereas... Uh, for, uh, so, so whereas if, if you are, you know, wading into the water slowly, so saying, Hey, you know what, I'm going to do one, one habit in Lyft for now or one program because Lyft has those programs as well, which is also great. Um, you know, where, where it's a bunch of habits that are strung together or, 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 or whatnot that are all related. That's fine. But I think when you go too far overboard and you make it, uh, you make yourself accountable on all of those, then you really are putting yourself in a situation where you could flounder or, or falter or even fail. Um, and you want to set yourself up for success. So if you're going to use a crowd-sourced or crowd-funded, not crowd-funded, but crowd-sourced or, or crowd-based habit app like that, I would suggest that you, you know, dip your toe in slowly. And I'd love to hear from people as to what their thoughts are on this. Um, you can always email me at podcast at dot com in terms of getting in touch with me directly. Um, but if you're a Patreon contributor, the activity area is the best place to do that. And that's the first place I'll go. Uh, cause you know, that's, that's, it's it, there's a form there it makes it a lot easier, but the other thing that that really can become a problem with these with any of these apps, whether they 're you know their habit solo you know singular where it 's just you and and you don't share it with the world or it 's you know hey world here 's what i 'm going to do is that if you put too much in there then it it kind of devalues it and it become it can become overwhelming to a certain extent so again that 's another danger is that if you try too much at once. It won't just mean that you're you, you may not you may not necessarily succeed, uh, and therefore not do it at all because that's normally what happens is if you if you go all in and then you fail it's like gambling you put all the chips in uh, and again I'm not a gambler but if you play poker you put all the chips in use all your chips you're probably not going to play for a while because you're out of chips. Uh, in this case, it's kind of the same thing. Where you, if you put, if you go all in and you falter, then you're like, "See, I knew this would happen." And that's the part of your brain that tricks you. You know, that lizard brain, that resistance, the lizard brain that Seth Godin talks about, the resistance that Stephen Pressfield talks about. So, what I would suggest you do is, no matter whether you're going to use a, a you know, a, you know, um, a, a shout out to the world kind of habit tracking app, or a, hey, I'm going to keep this fairly in house habit tracking kind of app. Um, you know, go in slowly, you know, just like with task management. Start simple. You know, it's obvious that the where this stuff should go. So use that whole SOS thing that I, I like to talk about. I haven't written about it too much, but I like to talk about it. You know, make it simple, make it obvious, and then scale out, you know. You can add things to it, especially as the other muscle grows. That's what routines are built upon and rituals are built upon, right? They're built upon getting better at different aspects of it so that it becomes more of a flow. Than than less of 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 factions you know or fractions of of flow for for lack of a better term so for example um, you know I wasn't necessarily making bulletproof coffee as part of my morning routine initially it was splash water in the face go make coffee sit down read wasn't even doing the morning pages now all of a sudden it's hey you know what Uh, now. I'm adding Bulletproof Coffee to the mix. And then I started doing my morning pages because I stopped journaling in the morning. I wrote a post about how I was journaling in the morning and in the evening. That was a while ago. Now I just do morning pages in the morning uh, as opposed to uh, as opposed to doing the journal entry. But you can once you've started to really get good at fostering habits, and you can build a workflow out of it or a habit flow if you want to call it that, or it, really it's a routine, and then you can play with that. But you need that foundation there, just like with task management. You need that foundation there. But I want to talk a bit about my favorite of all of these apps and the and why I use them. Because why would I use them if I'm 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 you know saying hey don't put too much too much stock in them don't don't spend too much time adding things you know dip your toe in slowly I, you know, definitely put stock in them they're good stuff. But uh, the reason that I use them is because I want to make sure that I hit certain targets consistently and they aren't necessarily tasks they're more goals or they are more. Um, there's something that I want to make sure become you know, somewhat innate, some, something that's just so part of what I do that I don't even really have to think about it. And yes, a task management app does that, but it's for a specific task. So for example, uh, you know, doing social media updates uh, is becoming part of a workflow thing. It's still a task. And it will always be a task because it's something that I could falter on because sometimes you want to stay away from social media. But writing a thousand words a day, which is something that Nathan Barry does, he wanted to make sure that he had that in there. and he created an app called Commit, and it basically said, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to write ek- I'm going to do x by time x time every day." and it's kind of that don't break the chain ritual that ste uh that Stephen, Stephen, Stephen king uh jerry seinfeld has done you know from uh, and and uh, joe's goals is another site that that has done that taking the seinfeld don't break the chain mentality but that's what that's what nathan berry is doing and he talks about that he's talked about that many times um both on his podcast and and also maybe not so much on his podcast but he's definitely written about it uh, so what you could do is, is for me is I do that with my writing. I don't necessarily say, "Hey, I want to write a thousand words for productivity," and a thousand words for my next book," and I don't put that as a task. And I don't necessarily put "write book" as a task either. If I, if I have article ideas, they generally go into Evernote, and then they end up being in Scrivener, and I will put you know post. Productivityist uh, blog post today, and that'll be a task. But I won't necessarily know which one it's going to be at that point in time. That's where you know the human component comes into play. So uh, that is where the real value could be. So if you're trying to build a habit or build something that's going to be good, and that's and the word habit to me, and I've talked about this before, is that I'm not necessarily the the a fan of the word habit per se. I prefer ritual um, in terms of that habits can be good or bad, whereas rituals, I've never really heard of a bad ritual before. So, um, to me, that's why I like to say, you know, oh, this is a ritual that I like to do. So, uh, you know, I want to make sure that I, uh, write a thousand words per day. That's my ritual, you know, as a, it's a writing ritual that I prescribe to or whatever. So, um, again, trigger words are going to be different for everybody, but, uh, Back to to the app that I use. It's not Commit. I did use Commit for a long time, and I liked it. But what I didn't like is that it didn't. It was too time oriented. Uh, I had to get it done by a certain time, and I get that. Believe me, I get that. But I don't work that way. My day can be very fluid, especially right now with the kids not in school. My son. I've got a moment here with both my daughter out of the date and my son uh, at daycare. Uh, but with my daughter not in school right now because of the uh, British Columbia teacher strike, I have limited windows of opportunity to do things like this. So I can't exactly say, hey, from you know, from 3 o'clock to 3.30 on Monday, I'm going to record my podcast. It's just not going to work that way. And the same thing happens with writing. Uh, for me, uh, I will write. I do my morning pages, and I do schedule time to sit down and write, obviously, on my work day. But I don't necessarily write about that thing. So I'm not going to work on my book necessarily during that time, at least not right now. So I don't like the time component attached to it necessarily. A lot of people will. And I again, I I like the app because it does focus on task first and time second. So um, if you're looking for one, commit is a great one, and I'll put that in the show notes. But the one I'm using, first off, the reason I like it is that it's really evolved since its last iteration. And uh, it just came out, actually, yesterday, as you're, as this podcast goes live. Uh, the initial version was called Full, and now it's called Full 2.0. Or it's just Full, if you want to call it that. Uh, and I do. Uh, <laughs> it's Full. It's by uh, John Meyer um, is is the guy who I've been connected with on it. Um, and he, he really, uh, I, I had a chance to connect with him uh, a while ago. Uh, I didn't get to meet him at New Media Expo, I think it was two years ago. Uh, with his the Lemonlee team were there. Uh, but I got a chance to chat with him. He found me through some of the work I do. And I really like the idea of how they handle goals. So for example, I'll just give you a brief a brief uh, synopsis of how it works. First off, it's free, which is great. Uh, for, especially for those of you who don't like to pay for apps, um, but here's how it works. So when you're when you're using Full, and it's iOS only, I'm afraid. So keep that in mind. I know Android lovers, and I don't. By the way, if you have an Android uh, app that you want to share, please let me know, and I will share it out there. I'll send it out via social networks. But here's how here's how Full works. So basically, you can do daily, weekly, or monthly goals. So here's here's how it works. You can start by adding the goals you want to accomplish in the month. And then the target number you're shooting for. So if it's a daily, weekly, or monthly goal, you can do that. But what I like is that unlike the don't break the chain thing, uh, which is what commit permits is, is, for example, on Saturday, I don't write because it's family time for me. So if I do write, that's great. But I'm not going to you know hold myself to that because, frankly... Um you know, I work from home, my kids see me all the time. I, I want to make sure that there are days where when I'm at home with them, it doesn't feel like I'm at the office. So this allows me to say, hey, you know what, I want to write a thousand words five days a week. So that means that I wanna write a thousand words, you know, twenty times a month. So I could do that. Or I could say I wanna do this, you know, as a daily goal. I wanna say, hey, I want to write X amount of time per, you know, I want to write X by X amount of time or, you know, you've got a lot more flexibility with with full. Then the other thing you do is you can set custom reminders to keep you on track. So you can actually have a daily reminder to just say, hey, how are your goals going? Or don't forget to complete your goals as opposed to just the one goal that you've got. Uh, you know, I mean, you could do this in commit, obviously, as well, where you can have multiple things set up. But uh, again, the big feature for me is that I, I don't have to do it every single day, which is big. So I can have the reminders here, which is important. And then when you're using this, you just basically swipe right or left to make sure that you add or subtract the goal to your target. So if I say I'm going to write 20 times a month, 1,000 uh, words, I can just swipe left you, know, uh, until, uh, you know, until I've hit that mark. Or And then if I've accidentally over-swiped, I just swipe right to take it away. Um, and then you can edit a goal by making a long swipe or you know, delete it by making a long swipe to the left. And then, you know, you could reorder the list so you can move the list up and down just by tapping and holding it. You can also view your history and you can see how you're doing with your goals too. So you can really track and see how things are going, which I think is great. Um, you can also uh, you, can, you can link it up with Facebook if you want. Um, you can see, like I said, my history is there, the daily goals, the monthly goals. So you can – it's really nice. I like the interface. I like the fact that it's just me. You know, I don't want to necessarily share a bunch of stuff. I do use Lyft and uh, I'm going to pare down my stuff in Lyft because I I don't really want to have, you know, all that stuff in there. Uh, I'd rather have some stuff shared individually. So if you're looking at using a Habit app, I would suggest you look at Full. Um, It's for iOS. So if you're an iOS user, that's the way to go. And uh, there are lots of other ones out there. um, So if you're interested in sharing those with me, please do. Uh, again, you can also follow me on the Twitter too. Just say hey at Mike Vardy on the Twitter. Uh, what do you think about this one? Uh, or uh, hey, why don't you give this one a try? And I'm open to trying a bunch of apps. In fact, that that's what this podcast is going to be used for. In a lot of cases, is I'm going to be able to say, hey, here's some apps that I've used, and here's how I'm going to use them. Um, you know, and one of the things I'll probably do at some point is uh, in post is maybe do a reflector, use reflector to do, to show people, hey, here's how you can use full because this is considered a productivityist recommended app, as far as I'm concerned. So there you go. Uh, I'll put a link to full in the show notes. There's several other apps out there. Uh, I will list those as well. Uh, But uh, again, if you are looking to start building habits up and build rituals and routines and what have you, there are lots of opportunities and choices out there. There is a way for you to allow technology to help you and aid you along the way. But like anything else, like a task manager, like a time manager, like like a budgeting program, which I'm going to talk about at some point as well, because budgeting your time, ta- your your currency, your actual physical currency is is pretty important. And I like to be effective with that and efficient with that because I really hate dealing with that stuff. Um, you want to make sure that it's it's you don't want to put garbage in and garbage out. It's user driven, and so you don't want user error. Or user uh, lackadaisicalness is that a word? I think it is. It is now. Uh, I'm 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 big at making up words. Uh, <laughs> you don't want that to get in the way. So uh, let the technology help you. Don't let it be the thing that you think is going to make it happen, but let it help you along the way. So uh, again, uh, this has been one of the few episodes. You know, probably every other every other week, you'll hear just me talking to you. And uh, again. That's why we keep it under 30 minutes. Uh, but I wanted to get these habit apps out there. And next week, we've got uh, David Sparks on the show, so that's going to be great. Um, so we've got a guest coming on next week. Uh, if there's a, a, any type of app or apps that you want me to look at, like a genre of apps, again, let me know. You can email me at podcast at productivityist.com, or if you're a Patreon supporter, you can go into the activity area and just say, hey, what do you think about this? Uh I'm really really excited to be able to talk about this kind of stuff because as much as I like to write I also like to talk and uh, this kind of helps me uh you know get these app recommendations out the door to you and 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 out into the wild. So uh again if you are interested in supporting the podcast please go to patreon.com/productivityist and you can give a buck per month which is 25 cents a podcast. Or, or you could give as much as you want. Or if you just want to listen and support and give me a review or rating in iTunes or in Stitcher, you can do that. I'd really appreciate that. In fact, according to Stitcher, you need like five reviews to be listed. So uh, anyone who's listening on Stitcher, I'd love to get some reviews there as well. Uh, and uh, again, we're, we're just at episode uh, two now. Uh, we got a long way to go. I'm not going to be stopping anytime soon. And I'm really, really grateful to all the Patreon supporters. In fact, in fact uh, Cindy Laumann, Uh, She gets her shout out today for being a Patreon supporter, uh, for being a a great supporter of the podcast. So thanks so much. uh, Thanks so much, Cindy. And also Anne-Marie Giuliano. Uh, Big, big shout out to both of you for uh, sponsoring uh, the podcast, uh, the the podcast as a whole, being a Patreon patron. Uh, Again, thanks so much for listening. You can find me, of course, at Productivityist.com. And I'm at Mike Vardy on the Twitter. Uh, I'm on Google Plus and Facebook and all that stuff as well. But those are the main places to find me. And thanks again for listening to the Productivities Podcast, and we will see you next week.